Good evening, and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have a special. We're doing a, our favorite movies of the Christmas or holiday season. Lee John Blackmore, how you doing, man? How's it going? I think, yeah, it's alternative Christmas movies, right? It is, it is. Because, yeah, um, kind of alternative. I've kind of, you can't help but choose some things that, you know, you just watch. I, I'm all, yeah, and I'm all over. Some of mine are very cliche because they, they'll be attached to family things that, you know, and that's the fun part. That's, of okay. that's okay. Everyone, right. like, everyone's got their thing, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Right. No, I apologize. I'm saying, like, I really, I'm like all over the board. When I look at mine, I'm like, no, I can't stick to a theme. Just like with everything else I do, I really can't stick to one, you know, music genre, one this or that. So when we do these shows, it's so boring fun. if you do, right? Life's just boring if you do. It is. So, so we're going to run, we're gonna run down our top ten. That's right. We've we're been top 10. already. So all right. Kind of, I'm gonna, you know. I'm gonna. Um, you're gonna be the one who's gonna do the end on the on the number one. You'll ask because we have an agreed upon number one that we both agree on. We've, we've already agreed, and our viewers probably already know. Right, and <laughs> it's a classic, and it's arguably even the star of the Let's movie. Let's not says, talk about. It. Let's not right, right, talk right, about. Right. It. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my preamble is gonna say the not my number ten, but my in there, uh, on the list, just being noticed. Just because and, it's and, difficult to have ten. Let's right. Let's just do that. Honorable, so honorable got, mention got is got gonna be the bonus. Right. Films. Honorable mention is is the is the Harry Potter series because every year we watch it in our house. My wife watches it. We watch it the whole, usually the whole series on some level during the holiday season, during Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. So the Harry Potter se- series is just gets a notable one. But number ten, I'm going to start with is actually almost any version is the Grinch. I love the Grinch. Yeah. And then who doesn't? That's my, that's my number ten. I actually like the Grinch more than everybody else. He's more the antihero. But to you. <laughs> so well, yeah, I've I've kind of gone the same way because. There's certain things you always watch at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's stuff I've been watching over the years. And when I was a kid, I lived with my auntie and she was crazy on The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I know it's definitely not a Christmas movie, but it was always like on the TV. And this isn't my number 10, by the way. But um, it was so whenever I see that, no matter when it is, it just always reminds me of hanging out with my auntie. Like, you know, because she isn't actually that much older than me, more like she's more like my sister. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so so whenever I see that movie's on, it always just always reminds me of her, and that's like a Christmas thing, like you have the Harry Potter thing, right? But it is. my number ten, yeah, it's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, man. I, I had to put it in there. That's great. That's it's Chevy Chase, right? Mm-hmm. It's Juliette Lewis, and you know it's you know what you're getting. And it's ridiculousness, and yeah, love Chevy Chase, and I still follow him on Instagram today. <laughs> Like, I actually oh, have that. No, I have it on my list too. So I will. It's on okay. Okay. See, yeah. It's, it's, so that's that's my number ten. It is great. I mean, the lights are classic, and I mean, so we got the you got the Grinch, uh, National Lampoons, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna I say mean, any National Lampoons. I got my girlfriend to watch European <sighs> Vacation recently. Yep. She just loved it, and I forgot about that whole scene where she's in the shower and the banana. You know, and then the video camera the gets banana. so. And I'm just like. Ooh, that's that's ooh la la. Risky, that risky, quite, risky yeah. back then. Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament Center. <laughs> <laughs> Look at yeah, Dad. We know. Um, my number nine is actually going to be, and I had to switch it around. Is 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 Bad Santa? Okay. Um, yeah, that's on my list. Is it? See, it's another one. It's another classic because it's kind of like one of the first raunchier, not Christmas Christmas movies. You know what I mean? Where it kind of takes takes the fun out of it. You know. Um, 
So to me, that that's a fun one. That, that's still up there, though, with number nine before we start winding down lower. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a classic. And I'd only seen it a few years ago, and I hadn't really watched it. And my friends were like, come over, we're all going to watch Bad Santa. And, you know, and they did food and everything, watched Bad Santa. And I was like, oh, my God, this movie's horrendous. But it is. Hilarious as well. But, well, that's uh, the whole point. So, a lot of these are horrible movies, too. You wait till you see my number two. <laughs> uh, well, I might have it on this list because my number nine is Black Christmas, 1974 slasher. <laughs> Had to be done, you know, just because it's Black Christmas, isn't it? Have, have you seen it? Of course you've I have, seen it, right? I have it. It was actually on my top 20. I have a giant list and I have to go through and I have to cross out and really think about it. It is. I, I, I did um and uh, about putting it in there, but it was one of those movies as a as you know a teenager. It was like, yes, come on, Christmas, Black Christmas, let's go. And it's just a classic slasher movie, you know, women in a house, phone, dodgy phone calls, guy in an attic, <laughs> murdering people. What was Brilliant. the one? And I couldn't think of it because that would have been on my list. Is the one with the um was a snowman, and he was killing people. And it was holiday season, obviously a snowman. But the best part was in it, he was killing people and he killed them with an icicle because killing someone with an icicle is the perfect weapon because course, the evidence yeah. melts. There's no exactly. fingerprints on icicles. So to me, I thought the movie would have gotten props. I can't think of the name of the movie. So uh, I, I think I remember the beginning when the kid's looking out the window and the, is it the snowman? I don't know. I've yeah. seen too many films and my, my memory is terrible. It's so that's your number cheap. nine, right? That's your number nine? Yep. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, so it's me over to me right it is right um drinking my special christmas drink here number eight i've got trading places oh just That's because it's a great great movie and you know i've watched it a long long time ago when i was a kid watched it again recently with my girlfriend she hadn't seen it and it's set in the holiday season. It is. Uh, I didn't even think of that one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. Um, I'm not sure if... Was it John Landis that directed it? It might even be John, a John Landis I'm not, movie. I'm not sure. I mean, I was going to say uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. To, I'll have to Google it. But anyway, something tells me it's John Landis. But anyway, fantastic cast. And actually, there's a little... The two guys, the two lawyers that Mortimer kind of... Mortimer and um, what's his name? That's it, Mortimer and Randolph. Randolph, yes. They, you know, years later, when John um, Landis did Coming to America, also with Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy goes out into the street and he gives money to two bums. And those oh. two bums are Randolph and what's the, what's the other guy? Mortimer. Mortimer. Yeah, it's them. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. That's a there you go. I didn't even, that's a, that's a good piece of trivia, see? There you go. Yeah, man. So there you go. Trading Places. If you haven't seen it, guys, wonderful film. Check it out. Hilarious as well. Eddie Murphy when he was amazing. It was. And actually a good plot too. Got a good good moral little moral thing too. Really fantastic plot and and it's just great film. It's a really great film. And they don't make films like that anymore. It's really well written. I can't remember the writer, but fantastically written. All right. My number eight is uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's been course. With my kids. It was in my top twenty. It was in yeah, my top twenty. Because it's just there's like so many movies that around this holiday season are you know that you can go back and forth with. You're like, oh, I'll watch that again. You know, it seems like be the season. You have to make a movie that can be watched a lot. 
is what really makes it qualify for a good Christmas movie or a Hanukkah movie or you know whatever the holiday movie is. I don't want to leave anybody out, but you know, the Nightmare Before Christmas is is definitely and the music um, is awesome too. I think that, it, you know, is it Danny Elfman that did the music for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Danny Elfman, yeah. and obviously the director is oh wow, geez, Tim Burton, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <sighs> Put me on a spot like that. My brain uh, just froze for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's one of those films. It's a, it's a, a musical. It's dark. It's fun, and you know, it's it's, it's not just a kids' movie either, is it? I, and it's love Danny Elfman. Movie. And if you don't know who Danny Elfman is, you know, he's done Simpsons, Beetlejuice. I mean, he's done hundreds of stuff. He's a super super talented. Yes. And he was okay. in a band before that too. Oh really? What was what was the band? Was he an Oigo Boingo or something? Uh, yeah, I think he was. Sure. I'm not sure. Okay, I need to Google that. Yeah, see <laughs> what you do. I have to watch this back and then Google that. Google that. Um, so my number seven. I'm on number seven now. You are. I only watched you. this last week, and from my girlfriend's recommendation, and it's called The Night Before. It's quite a new movie. I think it's only two years old, and it's Seth Rogen produced it and also is in it. Yeah. There you go. And, Very cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. It's yeah. hilarious. It is. And obviously, um, it, it it just killed me. It was, it's kind of the typical Seth Rogen, you know, drug innuendo and all this, having a, having a night out, and they, oh. these guys, you know, they want to get to a party, and it's just, you know... Sides that's when they get locked in the house, right? At one point, they get locked in a James Franco's house. Yeah, and they're trying to. They're trying to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah James Franco like comes in it later on. He's like you meet him. In that's the, the movie, though. Like it's it gets so ridiculous. You really shouldn't even give away any parts of the plot because. It, it anyway, goes, yeah. Anyway, go 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 watch, watch it. it. It's a recent one. It's a Christmas movie. It's, it's it is funny I as watch hell. It. I got to watch that one now. I'm gonna have to yeah, watch it again. I mean, that was good. Yeah, tell, don't watch it with the kids. It's not. <laughs> Not for kids. So a quick Google. It is it is Oigo Boingo. I was correct. So okay. So that that's a little little factoid there for you. So all right. So we're our number. Um, you're, seven, you're number seven, seven. Which I know you have this too. Scrooged. Of course I have it. Yeah, but it's a bit further up my list than you. Well, the thing is with Scrooged. I mean, you get the best part. I mean, what's some of the best lines? Is when you want to put the the antlers on the mice. Can we use a stapler? It's just you know we, we are is, talking about we are talking about the Bill Murray Scrooge, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You Scrooge. There's um, Scrooge and there's Scrooge. If it was the duck, would be like Mick Scrooge, wouldn't it? Be like the Disney thing, but it was just Scrooge. Yeah. So, um, Joe Rogan was talking. Who did he have on? Actually, it was when he had Quentin Tarantino when he was on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. He was making the comparison between Bill Murray and. Uh, Chevy Chase, and he was comparing the two movies. However, it's going, oh, I love Bill Murray, I love Bill Murray, and, and Tarantino was saying, actually, in the beginning of, you know, Chevy Chase movies, he plays a bit of an arse, and at the end of the movie, he's still an arse. But Bill Murray movies, he begins the movie as an arse, and at the end of the movie, he turns out to be a nice guy. Right. You know? And that's kind of... When I thought about that, I was like, I went, and I was just like, absolutely, yeah. And and this is the, it hits the nail on the head with this movie because, 
yeah, it's typical. He starts off. With a, he he a does. Nail. You're right. His a, a tale of redemption is usually a good a good running theme. Yeah, and you know, uh, he's so good at that as well. He's so. And a lot good of the movies it. he does nowadays too are like that. You know, um, Groundhog Day was the same, right? Hmm? Groundhog Day was was similar. Now same. I nearly put Groundhog Day on my list because. It's kind of, I think it's set in like February or something. There's no dates for these holiday things. Once yeah. again, The Wizard of Oz, it doesn't have to be. It's just a, a movie that you feel is a holiday movie. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, sure. For sure. Rules. So anyway, I love that. It, like I said, it is on my list. Um, so is, is it my number six now? That was your number seven, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, my number six. You might not have this on your list. And it's got two names. I think in the in the UK, it was called Hostile Hostages. And in the US, I think it was called The Ref. Yep. And it's, you, you know it, right? It's, I know, um, yeah, yeah. It's, I, love, I love Dennis Leary. It's great. Dennis Leary and it's uh, Kevin Spacey. And mm-hmm. it's just, if you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, Kevin Spacey's try, he's a burglar, tries to burgle his house, this couple, they're not getting on, they're arguing and, and he ends up getting in between and then the relatives turn up and he's like not trying to, he's trying to get away with still burgling the house and everything's going wrong. And it's just one of those like ridiculously funny movies, but it's very entertaining and very cool. It is. A, it is a good choice too. So people better write all these down because I'm going to be too lazy to post all these links. People just need to pay attention with all these pictures and I'll, we'll do some fun background too. All right. Yeah, so my just, number... do, just do some chapters and it'll be easy. You'll do... Please. Come on. God. So you can find the chapters below. People will be skipping through. People, that's the whole problem. I'm going to tell you right now, people watching, there's a lot of work that goes in these shows, even though it feels like we're just talking. When you put chapters in, people will hi- highlight and just skip through. You know what? Wait, Watch you're the whole show. Me, we put, yeah, I, like, I don't, I'm talking to the audience. Like, that. It's me. Right. So you know what? I don't put chapters in anymore, A, because I'm lazy. I do a lot of shows. And B, because people are skipping through it. And if you're going to skip through something that's free content or fun that you're part of it, you're kind of defeating the purpose of just hopping on and joining to likewise minds yeah. enjoying something. You know what I'm saying? People I get both sides. Them. That's what they do. They're skippers. Anyway, not everyone. Not everyone. You get that's the old I'm... school guys like us. Well, that, I know, yeah, but you're, you encouraging, you're encouraging it. That's why selling singles or albums. I'm an album guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. And now you next time we talk about it, I'll go the other way just to give you a hard time. Let's, just... let's, not, let's not go down that road. There is no road. Right. I'm just harassing you. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So my okay, number you're, six. You're number, you're number six. six. This has been a lifelong favorite of mine. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, I love that movie, man. That and I watched movie. that not so long ago. And it is. Two guys. I was always a, I was always a fan of, of both of them back in mm-hmm. the day, you know, and it was like, man, Steve Martin, great musician as well. Oh, he's ridiculously good. Those the, the early movies he did, like The Man with Two Brains and stuff, which were ridiculous, and I loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and John Candy, I mean, oh, everything man. John did was great. But this movie actually has, I mean, the strength of, of of Stephen is he can be the best straight man in a funny comedy, and make it funny. And I'm going to say a side note to this of this as a Steve Martin movie it would be the Holly film Mixed Nuts. Yeah, it's totally totally goofy for a Holly film. That's to be a side. Sidebar yeah. this one, but Planes, Trains with John Keane, those two guys together to me was just such a perfect combination, and it's always been one of my favorite movies. You know, it's a great, great movie, and it's a road trip movie as well. Oh, yeah, and they're, they're all, always fun. <laughs> that's in the best yeah. lines. Where are those? Ha- where Where are your hands? <laughs> <laughs> your pillows. <laughs> pillows. Yeah. So, um, 
John Hughes, obviously John Candy worked mm-hmm. with John Hughes quite a lot. And whether it's on your list or not, it's not on my list, but Home Alone is a John Hughes movie. It not is. A lot of people, not a lot no, of people gonna... know that because he wrote it. And John Candy starred in it. He, he started a cameo in it and he actually did it free. Really? He didn't take he didn't take any money for it because he just loved John Hughes and he agreed to do it. He's like, yeah, sure. And he, he didn't pay him for it. Wow. He didn't want to pay him. Yeah. No, Home Alone is in one of my little... I have a little trilogy of three for one of my numbers, so because I just didn't know we were going to overlap, I wanted to be able to throw some extra movies in for people. In yeah, case you we, know, we redoubled up. I don't, know. I don't hate Home Alone. It's one of those movies. I probably watched it in the cinema originally. You know, it was just one of those. It's hard it's because it became too popular. You know what I mean? Once something becomes so popular, it's in your face and becomes such a cliche, and also it takes the fun of it. But sometimes, like even like with music, though, you're like, "Oh, I'm so sick of that." But when you actually hear the album again, you're in the car, and also it comes on the radio, you're like, "Oh, I do remember why I like this." Well, I'm exactly. still sick of the hype, but I do remember why I liked it. The concept of it, the goofy faces, the time it came out, it had its moment. It's nothing I watch like nowadays, you know. Yeah, it's always on um, though, isn't it? It's always on in the background this it time feels of like year. It. And, uh, but I just. I have this thing now with um, his name's just slipped out of my mind now. Uh, uh, the, the burglar. The movie? Come on. Oh, um, um, Joe Pesci. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what am I? What am I? A clown? I amuse you. So I kind of got that, and then I got Home Alone playing okay. in my yeah. mind, and it's like that's kind of messed up. But anyway, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, just don't worry about it. I don't. Um, those that know, know. Yeah. <laughs> Amuse you? What am I, a clown? Um, so is it me? It's me. It's number you. five. My number five is Bad Santa. You okay. know, I, I, I put that a bit higher up the list because it's a bit more modern. Billy Bob Thornton, getting drunk, Christmas, being a bit of a Grinch, all the rest of it. You know the story we talked about. It that. is. And he, he was on a run, though, too. Billy Bob was on a, on a run around that time, though. It feels like that was towards the end. Like, there's not so many. It was like Billy Bob Fever with Monster and this and that. He was doing everything, and, you know, then he kind of vanished. Yeah, yeah. Again, another musician. I right. saw a documentary on him hanging out. He puts on gigs in his, one of his barns or something. I think he just started doing more and more music stuff, and that's yeah. why he kind of drifted into the back. Yeah, I just, you know, whether... I've heard mixed things. I have too. But whatever. Let's not, yeah, let's not sort of okay, We'll that. move on. All right, so we'll go to, okay, so my number five was National Hoon's Vacation, like you said. But I'm going to move in another one. Yay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide in Elf. Now, super cliche. Okay, I didn't bring a girlfriend for that. She's like, why haven't you got Elf? And I was like, yeah, well, because he's definitely going to have it. And, it is, know. it is. And it's, it's been a fun movie with my kids over the years and my family. So oh, it's oh. a really just silly, silly movie, you know? If you can separate the cliche of always being on all the time, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I got nothing against it, and and I love all those movies, Anchorman, Night of the Roxbury. You know, they're all they all have their place, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, it's a it's just like Home Alone for me, really. It's a little bit overplayed, and exactly, yeah, you know, but. I'll watch it again probably. It'll be on. I, TV. I, I get sucked into it. I'm like, uh, I won't choose it. It chooses you. Elf doesn't. Yeah, you don't choose Elf. Elf chooses you it's just, it's because just it's be there, isn't it? and it's, it's on. Cool. Else, and you're like, oh, I do like this one scene. Oh, this was kind of funny. Next, you know, you're sitting on the couch, you know, watching with everybody else in the family again and laughing. That's kind of what it is. It's kind of a moment. That's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all about. Growing man, oh, like that's a right. Kid, that's it for me. Whatnot. All right, let's uh, see right. Where... 
Now, my number four is Scrooge, which oh. they, we knew we were going to have this problem because, you know, crossover. I don't we, think we the problem is it's, 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 we have a good taste. I didn't even number mine in a, in a true particular order either. I just threw them down because I knew if I said time trying to put them in order, I literally would have been thinking about what you were doing. I yeah, I juggled with them a little bit, but the, the top four the top four were no-brainers for me, really. Right. So what, what was your four? My number four is Gremlins. Okay. So obviously, you know, that's, you know, I mine's, again, slightly higher up. See, okay, well, that's the thing. I mean, Gremlins, though, and we can talk about now and, and touch more, but at that time, it was it was the bomb. Oh, the God. I, I was, it, was a horror, God. it was a horror film. Those Gremlins yeah, were scary with your kids. About 12 or maybe younger when it came out, and I remember watching it for the first time. And, uh, yeah, and it's a little bit, it's a little bit, ooh, you know, it's a little bit creepy. Um, but great. So entertaining. And, again, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the dad because he's a musician. He's actually a folk guitarist, singer-songwriter. Really? I'll have to I don't remember. I can't remember that it was. Because none, none of the I don't remember any of those being really huge breakout stars in that movie. They did other things, but they didn't continue on having these huge careers. But he wasn't even know. an actor, the, the dad, the, you know, with the, all the inventions. He's a musician. And I think he did, like, I'm sure he covered, like, Cocaine Blues or something like that. You know, which is which is an old old blues yep. tune. Um, I can't remember who wrote it originally. It's on the tip of my tongue. Right, it'll come back to me. But yeah, he was one of those guys, late sixties, early seventies, on the scene, kind of playing folk and stuff like that. And uh, was he, obviously, was he I didn't know that at the time. It's only since I've, I stumbled on this trivia, and I was like, oh wow. Was he? he must have been a friend of somebody, and they said, you know, you'd be really good as you're kind of, you're not really an actor, and that's why you're kind of good for this part. You're kind of you kind of be that character. I'd be interested to to find out how how he ended up doing that. Maybe he was trying to break into acting. Maybe he was just like Sting and thought, "Yeah, I can do anything. I'll, I'll try. I'll try acting." <laughs> he did a good job, though. I know. Well, I know this guy did a good job though in that part, though. He did. It was, it was which was oh, the eighties. No. Sting or the dad? <laughs> Talk about the dad as a tinkerer. As yeah, an no, he was dad. perfect. He was hilarious, and um, and it's now I look back and and. You know, I, I watched it a couple of months ago with my, my friend's son, and he's like nine years old, and um, he'd never seen it before. And I was watching him watching it, you know. And, and of course, I find different things funny now. Right. Um, but so don't you think the, the, the also the expectations of what actors were, the directors wanted from the actors also at some point was different than what it is now, you know what I mean? Because what people want now. So... An actor may have been doing what the, the director wanted in the movie, it made some cheesy, but that's what the, the part played for them at that time. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of gave a little bit of space for the actor and how they how would they overacted, they underacted by what the director wanted, what the time period yeah, was. That, that's great. And that's what makes a performance, isn't it? It's, you know, letting an actor act, letting, a, letting an actor do, not don't stick to the script or whatever. That's, you know. That's well, if they can transcend it, that's all the ones around here, you know. It doesn't matter what genre or what age you are. A good actor will transcend everything. Absolutely. You know, and, um, you know, and we have to say as well, these movies are still good today. Mm -hmm. And they still stand up today and they're still well written. Yeah. And it just goes to show because a lot of the crap that's out there now, you know. Well, we're going to think about all these until you hear what my number two is. And then then you have to watch and judge and let me know. And everyone else has to watch it and put comments in. I'm still still mulling over that. Yeah. 
Is it my number three? It is. It's Lethal Weapon, man. Very good. Because, you know, it's it's an action movie. Classic, you know, two cops, you know, getting together. One's on the edge. But people might not realise it, it's shot during Christmas. It's Christmas mm-hmm. trees up. It's that and the other. It might be the house is blown up with plastic around it, but there's Christmas trees. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie, man. It is. <laughs> you know, there you go. Lethal Weapon, the first one, and I still remember the first time I watched it, probably rented it on a Saturday night on VHS. Um, yeah, and thoroughly enjoyed it and still watched it, you know, and they got a bit out of hand, I think. I think they made too many of them. Well, there's going to be made. I thoroughly enjoyed all of them and, um, you know, and Mel Gibson and, and Danny Glover. Can you name another Mel Gibson movie that's Christmassy? Well, yeah, Mad Max, surely. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna table that one, but I've got an answer for that one. All right, so my number three is gonna be a Christmas story. You poke your eye out. A Christmas story. story. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, that? you know the difference between me and you is you have kids, so you have a different. Uh, you know, there's different stuff going on in your world than to mine, right? Well, you know the Christmas story, right? You know the leg. I'll poke you poke your eye out, kid. That one. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've heard of it. Oh, all right, you need to watch it. It's it's a the the, the leg lamp. You don't know that one. It's not really a kids movie. It's, you shoot your eye out with a red rider. The whole. It's, well, it's not a kids movie. It sounds like a kids movie. It's a. It's like everything else. It's like Planes, Trains. It's like a mixture movie. Okay, hang on. Right, you I'm going to Google down. it. I'm going to Google it. Okay, it's on my list. I've put it on the list. Well, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Because other people might not have heard of it as well. It's it's back it's back probably I don't know like in the fifties or sixties and you know the, the running old joke was, you know your, how your, the father did the work and the mom kind of defended everything at home and the whole story is the kid wants to get a gun like a BB gun, and they're always saying you're going to okay. shoot your eye out you're going to shoot your eye out, you know there's just gags and about you know sticking your tongue on something cold and get stuck in the metal like every goofy thing you can imagine, and at one point the father falls in love he buys a, a lamp. It's of a leg, like a fish in a stocking and a leg. Okay, and that's like I, legendary. You've, you've probably seen that leg somewhere all over the place too, because it's 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 carried on longer than a movie. Yeah, and so he actually gets the gun. And okay, you know, don't ruin. Goes from there. Don't, I'm just saying, that's it. No spoilers. No spoilers. I'm not going to ruin the movie. This has been out for thirty years, <laughs> or oh, however long. I don't know. It's like ruining Star okay. Wars. I'll put, I'm going to put it on my list. Is it worth? Yeah. Do I need to go and watch it? Obviously, if it's your number yeah. three, I, I definitely. Well, you have to just to know right. it. I mean, it is a point of reference. I'm not going to say it's cinema verte, but it's it's a classic that to say you know movies and to not have that on there. Okay, just check out the trailer at least and see if it's it's not serious acting. It's goofy. Just okay, 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 okay. Yeah. What's your number two? It's fun. It's funny though. You say you know you know movies and stuff, but sometimes things bypass you, don't they? Some things just mm-hmm. get past you. You know, totally. Um, my girlfriend, she watched, she's really into movies, but, you know, she's a bit younger than me and she doesn't know the old movies, but, you know, I don't know the new movies. So she's like, you say you like movies, you haven't seen this, this and this. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, that was 2000 it's onwards. Forget it. It's also, forget it's about also like it. a dramedy or a comedy and or, or whatever those things. And to me, I'm like, if it gets too, too romancy, it takes away from the funniness of a movie. Yeah, and I got, you know, I kind of really, like probably like you, you know, massively into cult movies when I was a kid. Right. And 
on B movies and stuff like that, and you don't necessarily get so much of that anymore because if a movie no, is not really good, it's like, like is it on a Hallmark channel? Because I'm not going to watch it if it's on a Hallmark channel. <laughs> oh, there goes my Hallmark endorsement. But you know, if it's going to be because it's going to be a big love story, I'm not going to want to watch that. Yeah. So and then sometimes movies now uh, there's enough darkness in the world, and I I used to watch a lot of dark movies when I was younger, and I just don't need that in my life anymore. I'm like. No, I agree. Yeah, you know, I like I, I, I like a suspenseful thriller or something. Mm-hmm. But when it's like I used to watch a lot of horrors, now I'm just I get a bit bored. Well, as long as they're they're, they're not scary, they're more of a thriller. I was just saying this to my wife last night too. You know, if it's suspenseful and it surprises you, then it's different. Yeah, yeah. All so, right, yeah, two? But anyway, some some so things do by, bypass me these days. My number two is Gremlins. Oh, you know, okay. I, I have to have that at number two. Uh, Lethal Weapon number three. Gremlins 2, and so obviously Die Hard. And I think Bruce Willis argued that this is not a Christmas I know that. Movie. That's why it is. You, are you skipping my number two? Sorry, no, but, you know, we oh, already do, know that my, my right, number, number one. one. So we'll end on my number Die two because my number two could be our number one next year. So what's your number two? Fat Man with Mel Gibson. What? Probably haven't heard of it. Have you seen it? No. I just saw it last night. Does he wear a fat suit? No, he's just Mel Gibson right now. So listen, <laughs> he's actually Santa Claus. He's Chris Kringle. Okay. Things aren't, things aren't going so good. He's really down. He, he drinks a little bit. He, you see him start off, you know, with Mrs. Claus and he's, you know, he's at the, at the, I don't know, at the Christmas ranch in North Pole. He's, he's practicing shooting. This is great. It's Mel Gibson drunk with a gun and Santa Claus. I'm like, I'm already in. I'm invested. <laughs> So there's this other kid in the movie, a young kid. He's a rich brat, and he um, he ends up getting coal from Santa Claus. He turns out he, he he hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus. Now it sounds like a kids movie. Now here's the thing, I've been trying to wrap my mind around it. It's is this, the plot. Is it like what kind of rating is this movie? Just to give me rated an R, idea. Rated R, rated R, which is why I okay. watched it. If it was rated like PG, I would have been like, that's oh, gonna be cheesy. It's totally he does it totally serious, but the the killer, the comedy of the killer feels like it's like a home alone thing but the, the the action is like a real action movie and the acting has like real drama in it it feels like it's like i was thinking about it last night afterwards i'm like how am i going to describe this movie because i'm still marinating it I could, go, I could go be like it sucks it could be good i can have a couple more days working on this you know and i think so you, it's like, you just watched it recently did you say last night i saw it last night and i'm like i need to check this out because it may end up on my list because i saw the plot and i was like this is either the stupidest movie and i'm going to talk about it so we were going to watch something else. I told my wife, I said, I got a new movie we're watching. So now I'm going to, you know what I'm going to watch tonight. You're right? going to have to watch it. Um, so but anyway, you're number one. Is Die Hard. Same as me, right? Die Hard, This year's right? Die Hard. This year's Die Hard. But if I watch Fat Man a few more times, it could, it was either going to go to the bottom of the list or the top of the list. It could. It could. It could. Yeah? Okay. Okay. I'm either going to love it or hate it. It's never going to change. And, and I, when I have I kids, I'll be like, you're watching Die Hard. I don't no, no, care. No, I'm saying that. no, I'm not saying Die Hard. I'm saying Fat Man. I'm either going to love okay. it I love okay. it right now, but I could hate it if I watch it another time. Die Hard yeah, is number one. Maybe it's, one of the, maybe like, it's like the night of, for me, because it's a new one. Like mm-hmm. I was highly entertained by it, but looking back on it, I might think, oh, God, that's just junk. I mean, it might be one of those, which is... I know, but I might have to watch it again. I haven't watched it in a while again. I was just watching one of the roasts, Comedy Central roasts on, on YouTube, and um, they're busting on them, and they're referring to you know lines from that movie. And I was like, oh, I think I might have to watch that again. There are some good lines. In that movie. So but. there you go. That's our top ten 
alternative Christmas movies that probably everyone knew that we were going to say, and they've probably got their opinions as well, but which is good, right? So actually, if you if you actually people have such a quiet audience here, but if anybody puts their recommendations, we haven't mentioned throw it in there. If I haven't seen it, do it. Yeah, you, you haven't seen it. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. up for recommendations too. I'm interested. I'm, I'm absolutely interested. I mean, you're and, walking away with two movies to see now. Well, we're on the subject. I, last week, I was supposed to release it last week. I've done a top ten. Uh, Christmas alternatives uh, songs because I'm sick to death of going to the to the shop and just hearing the same Christmas music every year. So I've done a video, top ten alternative rock metal songs oh. over Christmas. When so you, I'll probably up. release that next week. So check that out. I doubt any of your viewers are going to watch our video this far through <laughs> to know they, they about might, it. I, I don't know, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. So I want to thank you. Anyway, dude, as always, great chatting to you um, about movies and stuff. And um, yeah, I look forward to doing it again soon.